a Radio 191 FM podcast. Fingers crossed, because on the line, if it works, I have Leon to talk to us this afternoon about Live Life Cinema, The Little Shop of Horrors, Lockdown Edition. Kia ora, Leon. Kia ora. Kia ora. Oh, it's always a, such a sigh of relief when it works. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Technology. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for coming to talk to us this afternoon here on Radio 1. Um, as I was saying to you earlier... I'm going to let you explain <laughs> what oh, yeah. the Live Live Cinema, the Little Shop of Horrors, Lockdown Edition, what it is. Because I don't want to explain it wrong. I think I've got an idea, but I'm going to hand it over to you. Okay, great. I'll try and talk through it, and then um, we can loop back if I've maybe missed anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Live Live Cinema is a, is a format um, that... Um, where we take uh, cult classic films and then we play them silently and then um, perform an entirely new soundtrack live on stage. So that's every element of audio. Every character's voice is performed by actors playing multiple roles. Um, Musicians perform an entirely new score composed by myself. Um, Along with every sound effect, um, you know, every piece of sound design, every piece of foley, all being produced live on stage. So that's that's kind of what the stage version is, the live version um, from back when we could do shows. So we've got this, you've got the special version, the remastered version coming out though, haven't you? Yeah, we've, we've, we've got a sort of filmed version of um, our, our, our take on uh, The Little Shop of Horrors. Um, so it's kind of come full circle. It's gone from being a film to then being a sort of stage production um, based on a film by us and now we've actually made a film with the original film so yeah we've kind of taken it um, all the way back to the start That's cool but you still have your own little um, personal sprinkle in there I guess with the own Foley um, you are the creator of this because it was first done back in 2015 originally wasn't it? How, yeah How have you had to change it to fit the new full circle film format, I guess. Like, has there been any huge um, challenges along the way, or has it been a pretty smooth remastering of things? Um, well, I mean, it's, it was definitely a challenge because we're not filmmakers. You know, we're primarily <laughs> theatre makers. Um, yeah, there's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. You can't just stick a camera on something um, and expect it to look good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was definitely a challenge. Um, what we ended up doing we, we didn't re- nobody had to really change their performances significantly but because we were um you know it's, it's a sort of a covid lockdown environment we had each performer in separate rooms um one was actually in melbourne um and they each sort of chose a a different room to to perform in and that sort of informed the kinds of choices they would make particularly with how they're going to make sound effects so Barney over in Melbourne was in the kitchen. Um, we had someone in a bathroom. We had someone in a kid's bedroom. And we had someone, I think, in a living room. So um, so normally on stage, we've sort of... Foley is, is sort of... Um, is the art of um, redubbing the sounds that um, you need to hear um, in a film to sort of make it make sense. So, like, often when you're in a film, you don't use a sound that's recorded on the day. So, for example, I'm sitting at my desk, and if I drop a pen, 
someone in a studio will um, subsequently go and record themselves dropping a pen and that will be what you hear in the film. So with all these little sound effects, people sort of use the stuff in their environment, like in the bathroom, we've got like toilet scrubbers and we've got bath toys, you know, and that sort of got incorporated into that Foley kind of world. But apart from that, it was it was really just a logistical challenge of figuring out, okay, how many cameras do we need? How do we link all this stuff up? And then, and then it came to, you know, we actually edited it. So we've got the film sort of playing in one half of the screen. And then on the other half, we've got tiles that can be kind of rearranged in different formats to highlight different performers and different aspects of each um, performance. So it was definitely a challenge because, you know, like I said, we're not filmmakers, but it was actually really fun and it was actually really cool to be able to really hone in on little aspects of what people are doing, but which you might actually miss um, if you're seeing it in the theatre. Yeah, so you do this, like you got to explore like a different part of it. As you, you yeah. were saying that they were in different um, rooms and like kids' room and bathroom, are they using um, the objects found in those rooms to create those sounds, or do, you, do they have like special, I don't know, tools that they use, or you know, like you were saying, using that I don't know, initiative to use different sounds for those yeah. footsteps and stuff. It was kind of a mix. We've got some stuff that we've that we built for the stage productions, like for example, getting a really good squeak for like a squeaky door, or um, you know, it's actually or like a squeaky chair. Something that can produce a squeak reliably is actually quite hard. An authentic so, squeak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like we've we've actually got like a little machine that a little contraption with a handle that you can push that you know reliably produces a squeak. Haley Sproul uses that in this show. So there was elements like that um, but then yeah there was definitely an aspect of um, using found objects um, and that was kind of left up to the performers to you know like for example Barney Duncan over in Melbourne he kind of just assembled a whole bunch of stuff that he thought would work to make all the sounds that he needed and sort of offered them up to us and then um, and where they worked we kept them where they didn't we might you know modify them so and if he's in his kitchen, he's using things like blenders and salt shakers and, and that sort of thing. That's, so I think it's really fun. That's cool. And you've got for the cast of sound makers, I guess, I'm sure you've got a way better term that you use. Um, you've got some really cool Kiwi um, uh, figures. That's the word I'm looking for. I was, I was, yeah. scratched, I was like, famous people? No. Um, figures. <laughs> famous people doesn't sound as professional. Um, yeah, you've yeah. got some cool uh, people on the lineup. Do you want to give us a, like a little sneak peek or not a sneak peek but just tell us about the different people yeah. you've got yeah. um, re- you've recruited yeah it's it's a really fun cast and it's a bunch of like you know intensely talented people who all kind of come from slightly different worlds in the performing arts so we've got Hayley Sproul um, who is now sort of uh, the face of every television show um, and also radio um, she's got like a really fun sort of comedic kind of background. We've got Lawton Quarter from the band Quarter, who's obviously an amazing musician, which is put to good use in um, this production, but he's also a wonderful actor. Um, we have Barney Duncan, who is um, really, I guess he's dedicated most of his life to physical comedy, so he, he really brings that expertise um, to this show. And then we have Byron Cole, who is, who is you know, just an incredible all-round performer he's an amazing musician he's an amazing actor he's an amazing comedic actor he's an amazing dramatic actor so we've really got a lot of fun talent um in the mix here that's cool you've got is there like a comedic kind of overflow of the um show because you've got some quite you know funny people that you've yeah got in the show do you see that kind of 
comedic side of things? Yes, it's definitely it's it's definitely a comedy. It's very silly. It's very sophisticated <laughs> yep. in its silliness, that's, but it is yeah. definitely a silly, silly um, piece of work. Um, that's cool. It's such a cool concept, and it's I don't know. It's cool to see it being able to still be um, experienced by people despite COVID and lockdown, and not actually being able to travel around and see a bunch of people. It's cool that people can still experience it. Um, are there any personal favorite bits of the show are you, are you or are you not allowed to say that because you, you, you're in, in, terms, in terms of like the entire like any favorite moments in yeah the any, any bits that just make you crack up every time and you're like that's it i've nailed it you can give you you know uh pride yourself a little bit here even though you're the oh, um, clearly still allowed to you know give yourself a pat oh. on the back honestly well there's so many funny moments and and there's such a they're such a fun bunch and part of the dynamic that oliver driver our director really got them to um, to play with in our original production on stage was that they're kind of like a bunch of naughty clowns and they're all <laughs> sort of doing little things to kind of try and undermine each other's performance or like throw each other off because it's really demanding, okay? So they're, yep. all, they're all playing multiple characters so they're voicing all these characters. They're also all playing the score so they're all playing music and they're also all doing all these sound effects. So there's this fun element of, yeah, sort of play um, and sort of like poking at each other. Um, so it was really fun seeing how people manage to actually include some of that in this filmed version where they're actually not in the same room they can't actually physically interact with each other so there's a lot of fun little surprises there um and probably my other main favorite thing is we've, we've sort of developed slightly different characters for each of them in this version so Haley has quite a fun sort of arc in terms of um cheese and crackers and bottles of wine yes um, I, I read something really about enjoyable. Red wine, and I said, "This this sounds like my kind of show." Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, hooked. Yeah, I'm hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's, and so, how can people um, watch the show? Because it's available online from the seventeenth through the twenty seventh of March. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Awesome. So it's, it's available online. You can you can you can go find tickets at the Auckland Arts Festival website, which I believe is aaf.co.nz, or you could just Google Auckland Arts Festival. <laughs> Um, and then once you get a ticket, you, you, you sort of, it's, it's not just sort of there for whenever you want it, right? So it's still kind of an experience of like you buy your ticket, you have a time period where you can watch it. So you sit down um, and then experience the show. So we're trying to keep a bit of that feeling of, you know, going out to the theater or going to a gig, you know, it's not just something you, you buy if you buy a ticket and then download it and watch it at your leisure. Yeah, um, which is so you nice. Buy your ticket, it's, it's nice to have that still theatre, like sit and watch the show and don't get distracted, not kind of watch a bit here and there. You've, you're yeah, keeping totally. it authentic, yeah. Yeah, so you buy a ticket and you and you buy a ticket for a particular date and then you'll have a window of, I believe, from like 6pm through to, you know, you've got like that evening to watch it. Um, so yeah, Auckland Arts Festival website, check it out. Awesome. Well, thank you for talking to me today on the radio. I'm. I think it's just such a cool thing, and I'm. I'm really excited to have a look at it and have a watch. It seems really funny and talented, and I could keep going on and on. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for talking. No, Very excited. No, thanks so much for having me. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. It's a really fun time. It's a really fun sort of. Um, you know, it's a fun experience for people in such a, a, a weird world, mm. and at the end of a weird couple of years. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a nice little tonic. Yeah, thank you for that. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much. No worries.
Lovely. Well, you heard it here, folks. Go and grab your tickets for the Live Live Cinema, The Little Shop of Horrors, Lockdown Edition. Some really familiar Kiwi faces in there, which I'm sure you'll go, oh my gosh, as soon as you see it. Um, I frankly am really excited to see it. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.